Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Cuentos with Hannah. And today I'm with Andre Lagdameo. <laughs> this is how you say hi to your friends. Yes. I'm so <laughs> excited for today's episode because Andre, um, I actually had a speech prepared for why I was excited. To have speech. This. Yeah, kind of. So the reason why I invited you into the show is because no matter what in my life, and in yours, in that of the listeners or the mm. viewers today, we will arrive to life's existential questions. Wow. Ooh, we're going deep <laughs> at the beginning. But really, truly, we're going to all arrive to a place where we will ask the big questions. Why am I here? Why am I on earth? How did it come to exist? Is there a reason for all of this? Who is God, right? Who am I? Mm. And honestly, these questions and these answers, it's something that fuels us. Yeah. And I believe you are definitely somebody that I can talk about these deep wow. topics with. You know, we are so mind, body, and spirit. And sometimes mm. we don't tackle the stuff in our spirit. We, we tackle the stuff in our body or our minds. Yeah. But it's so refreshing to be able to talk about the spirit. And that's who we are. You know, we're spirit um, with minds living in bodies. And sometimes... You just want to have spirit talks. Mm. So that's kind of what I think we will have today. And I invited you to come mm. over to the podcast so that we can have a real spirit talk today. So if you feel like you need, um, you know, a little bit of a refresher, yeah. um, I really hope that this is the podcast for you. And Andre, no pressure, but that's why I was, I I was going to ask, how do spirits talk? <laughs> like this. <laughs> 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 that's why I invited mm. you over. I think that we are definitely people that like if there's something i'm going on in my life if i talk to you about it you'll talk to me you'll give it to me like real you know you wouldn't mm. like do my best yeah, yeah yeah but you wouldn't like put it aside and like joke about it you'd be like well yeah may maybe joke about it first yeah <laughs> but and then you'd really be like oh let's actually like, talk about it and yeah. you know understand what we're going through and i feel like yeah. everyone needs that in their life so hopefully you get a glimpse of andre as a friend through this podcast yeah and I, th <laughs> I think like when it comes to the word spiritual a lot of people might like think of oh it has to be something super abstract like spiritual is just like oh i don't know sometimes it can be just weird but yeah spiritual i think is just asking questions like yeah who am i mm. why do we go through the things we go through what are we on this earth for yeah and so it'll be an interesting conversation we'll have exactly today. exactly so andre where did we meet um so the first time we met was in a music festival and what was the name of what was the name of the festival um summerfest 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 yes. and it was put together by this youth community that at the time I was a part of and I you were invited. Joined. Yeah, you were invited to the event, I think. Yeah. Because of your cousins. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we were introduced, but then we didn't really talk. No. Like I was just helping out. I think you were just with your cousins listening yeah. to the music. Cause Summerfest is just like a summer event we did. Yeah. But then the regular one was like on Fridays. And yeah. that's I think eventually where we met. Where we met and then we eventually started a life group. Yeah. which is basically we hang out, we talk about life. And yeah. he was just part of that. So yeah. I think that was one of the first few times in my life where I was like, oh, like people my age, we can talk about like other things, not just gossip or mm. school or, you know what I mean? I was just kind of like, oh, this is kind of different. And that's, mm. yeah, that's definitely where things changed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but now you attend um, online school. Yes. Four weeks ago, I decided to join this leadership program with Mosaic College. Yeah. Which I never thought would you happen. You were supposed to go to my college, but it didn't end up doing it. Yeah, I'm loving it. And I'm just excited for the rest of the... How much, it's it's the like course. a 10-month program. Yeah, oh, it's like 10, a, months. 10 months? That's a long time. Yeah. That's so it's cool. all through Zoom. Wow, and, that's a yeah. process. But that's so cool. And, and are you going to continue making YouTube videos? <laughs> that's also something I ask myself. <laughs> like, I don't know. I want to create content, but I'm also thinking like where to create it and what I would create. But mm-hmm. actually, literally last night, because I was having trouble sleeping because the time zone difference of the class, they're based in LA. Yeah. Uh, I ended up <laughs> lying down in bed for like two hours just trying to think mm. and then i was just like what should i create what should i do? you know you yeah, ever have those yeah, moments yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. your mind is all just the like time. yeah all the time and i was thinking i don't know maybe for now i'm gonna try just doing more content on tiktok because it's short oh yeah, yeah. no so i think just, you would definitely do well yeah like, so like TikTok. either just fun random videos or yeah just me sharing some thoughts yeah and even like i think your content on instagram if you guys don't follow me on instagram very inspirational but very mm-hmm. chill it's not like inspirational like deep it's no it is deep but it's not like are you saying i'm shallow yes no <laughs> no like it's not yeah. too serious to a point where it's like come on it's not anymore applicable and real it's like it touches the things that needs to be touched that's what i think mm-hmm. okay so yeah great introduction i think now you guys kind of know who andre is yeah. we're going to move on to our first question of the day which Wait, is ac- from- la- sorry last last one okay. we, we met <laughs> that was maybe over five years, years ago thousand years over five years yes so we've known each other for maybe like almost seven years really? if i was like 15 or 16 oh my god and I'm, I'm gonna be turning 22 Seven? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Grab another one. Sorry. I, so like six. That's still a long time. Still, yeah. That's crazy. But yes, know. we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Um, that's why today's episode is gonna be really fun. Hey, Hannah. My name is Rachel, and I'm a New Zealand-born Samoan and Cook Islander. I would describe myself as a proud Polynesian, like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, or Aquaman, Jason Momoa. But yeah, that's how I'd describe myself. Not visually, though. Culturally. <laughs> so today can we make cuento about how you fell in love with Jesus and formed your own relationship with him? Because I just love hearing people's testimonies of how they came to know Christ for themselves. I actually fell in love with Jesus and found him for myself at the age of, I guess, 13. It was one night during my first youth camp, I just started breaking down and I had this revelation that I need Jesus in my life. Like, I can't do life without Jesus. I would also like to say that I'm such a huge fan of you and your creative work and your character. It's really, really uplifting others like me. Thank you so much for that question, Rachel. I love the way that you say cuento. Cuento. Testimony is like a another way of just saying like your story. Yeah. Some might be like... Yeah. I've never heard the word testimony. Okay, if you've like, never heard the yeah. word testimony, it's basically like your story on how you became a Christian. Sometimes it could be um misunderstood as this huge triumphant story of how your life changed, which yes, that, that that's, you know, your life does change when you meet Jesus, but it doesn't always have to be 
um, this big story about so many things that happened and everything. Like it yeah. can also be quiet. And for me, my coming to Jesus was very quiet. It was mm. something that happened within me very g- gradually instead of like, oh, this specific date. Yeah, I came to Jesus. It was like a very slow process. So mm. I grew up in a Christian home. My parents were Christians. They brought me up. This is how my parents brought me up. This is the way I'm going to act. You know, mm. these are the rules of my household or, yeah. or whatever. And I was always very good at obeying my parents. And I, and I always attributed my um, being a good girl, I guess, to listening to my parents. Mm-hmm. And it was only when I started becoming a little bit older that i recognized that like oh like people act differently i was so sheltered i was so sheltered to see people acting in a way that i was taught was maybe wrong or different i was like it's not a culture you what is this yeah yeah Yeah. i was like what is this when i entered into high school which is (laughs) <laughs> what was that <laughs> high school is like the mixing pot of everybody's personalities yeah. cultures and everything it's where your values are tested it's where your values yeah. are tested and grown and yes shaped, yeah. and so i i was in a preschool and in a grade school that's where i grew up it was a christian um institute but when i moved to high school where it was an international school mm. everything went you know like it yeah. was like there was no one code of conduct it yeah. was like these people grew up in different places. These yeah. people were brought up differently. Yeah. And you basically have to face the fact that like, okay, wait, what do I believe? Because now not everyone believes no. the same thing that exactly. you grew up with. And yeah. so you're challenged. You're yeah. like, oh, is that wrong? Is that mm-hmm. right? You know? So anyway, um, growing up, I was a very... And there are times I still am a very... Um, energetic wild person like wild. i'm just i'm super like <laughs> no what wild she's wild i'm wild no not that kind of wild but wild in terms of like i never like saw limitations you mm. know i i was i was um somebody who expressed herself and maybe too yeah. much to a fault um and i was just me unapologetically me and a lot of people in high school i guess did not um receive my energy because um, you were like what outspoken because i was very outspoken and it so happened that the idea of one girl eventually became the idea of multiple girls and i was suddenly kicked out of my group and i was like basically all alone i was like mm. oh like this can happen that that's weird because i've always grew- grown up with friends they made you know like rumors about me that i wanted to be the center of attention all the time and that um i was trying to get everybody to look at me and not at them and i wanted to be like the head of the group or whatever but yeah. it's like what like that's not my intention it will never be my intention yeah. but that's how i come across so yeah. is there something wrong with me that's what i asked myself mm. you know and it was around the same time i was invited to fnl mm. yeah you're around 16 yeah i was 16 yeah. so um, basically, this FNL, this youth group that we're talking about, is head by Stephen Chase, who yeah. is a mentor of mine, a yeah. mentor of Andre's and as an well. Amazing, like a he whole is team just that the also best. Helps yeah, with, oh, yeah, just along. all of them. They're just amazing. Yeah. But I, but I entered FNL through Stephen Chase, who was mm. first a friend of my sister, mm. and then he said, "Oh, I started a youth like group. Do you want to come? Yeah, like on Fridays." And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Like I'll yeah. come." 
Yeah. And so I started coming, which eventually I started learning, oh, this is also like connected to a church. Mm. Um, and for some reason, every time I was in school, I felt like I did not belong. But when I was at FNL and in our life group, I felt like I belonged. And I felt mm. like people cared about what I had to say and mm. people heard me out. Mm. And I think that was when the gradual inclination towards like God and his people and the church started when suddenly the life like the social life that I was very used to having wasn't there anymore mm. and then I was like oh like this is a different feeling back then I couldn't describe it but it was like a different feeling you know I felt I felt accepted um whereas in contrast to my weekdays I felt not accepted mm. um and then yeah little by little the things that steven would say on like on stage about how we should read our bibles and how we should you know do our devotionals i was like oh, i'll just try it like you know little yeah. by little and then that's eventually what started happening i just would like read my bible every now and then i didn't really know yeah. what i was doing all right in fnl there's also like a lot of talks on life and spirituality that happen yeah um is there was there anything in particular that just like wow like i needed to hear that 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 helped you i don't think it was okay i'm sorry steven but i don't think it was much of the message but the worship mm. like being able to just like sing these beautiful songs and have them mean something mm. was completely different because i went to church my whole life but yeah. i would just stand there during worship and like Oh, these are cool songs. Is there any song in particular? <sighs> Is there any song? I think it was What a Beautiful Name. Okay. And and I was surprised to see people my age passionate about something that I used to just listen to yeah. or sit on the side while my parents would do it. I yeah. was like, people my age can, can be passionate about God too. People my age can talk about God in a normal mm. situation and not be considered weird. Mm. I was so confused, but it was so beautiful because it was like, this is okay here and if it's okay here then it should be okay everywhere anyway so i think there are two big desires that you have in life two, pu two pulls in life it's it's the needs and the wants and a lot of people come to god you know their testimonies it's through a big need but me when i started getting introduced to the things of god i started developing a want to know more mm. why are they interested why are they singing and crying <laughs> Why are these people committing their Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays to church? That's true for and like for like teenagers. It's to give so weird. A Friday I know. Night. Yeah. It's just you know. So <laughs> I had all of those questions, um, and I didn't have an answer to what I was gonna do after college. And Stephen mm. gave me one, and he said, "Go to Hillsong College." Mm. And I was like, I remember talking about how I really wanted to go to Hillsong as well. And yeah. Then I think. If I'm not mistaken, you're like, oh, Hillsong has a college and everything. Yeah, like yeah. you were at it's funny Spong. enough because she's the first she went there first before I him. did. And, and now he like and I don't think went to <laughs> I'm going there anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember that. But yeah, um, and that was when Steven also like really pushed it to be like, why don't you just do Hillsong College, which is which is Bible college, which is like a big deal. Mm. Because I never thought I'd go to Bible college, but 
I had no other security with all of my answers in terms of what college I'll go to, in terms of like what country I'll go to. But yeah. for some reason, when Steven says Hillsong College, I was like, I felt a peace about it. I was like, yeah. ooh, that feels kind of right. Yeah. And I was just like, fine. I mean, might as well just, yeah. you know, ap- apply and yeah. see where things go. I think people think, oh, everything you're going to learn is just Bible, 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 Bible. Yeah. But it's also a lot of leadership, leadership. skills. It's leadership. Um, and I took up film. Yeah. So it was definitely something that was like, the two things that I was very much interested mm. in in that point in my life, and still right now, <laughs> is mm. God and film. And mm. so I was like, there is a there is a, a great opportunity to study both and to discover that both of them at the same time might as well just do it. And mm. I did it. So I flew there. And then I, I guess that's kind of like the part two of my testimony mm. where it's like, you fly there and everything that you think you are is taken away because your family's rules, your friends, what they have to say, your reputation as a person is like, completely gone and the question is so who are you you know like who are you apart from everything that the world says that you are and Mm. that's when god really used that time when i was completely alone to show me that he had a specific identity for me that was only for me and that i could only find out through him Mm. And um, I'm still in that journey. Definitely still on that journey. So, like, yeah, I really started my relationship with God only, like, legit started my relationship with God, like, four years ago. What did you begin to realize more about yourself the more you began to know more about God or about Jesus? I realized that there is very little of me that is amazing and great and good as compared to the good and the great and the amazing that God is, mm. that if I don't have him, I'm just like a limp body <laughs> of like potential. Mm. <laughs> so that's what I learned about me. All the good that I am and have ever been has been from him. Yeah. And it was not my own doing. And even like the way that I was brought up, it wasn't the rules of my parents. It was the laws of God that my parents taught to me. Mm. And I wasn't just obeying my parents, I was following God. And I wasn't just learning about um, goodness or how to be nice, Mm. I was learning how to be like God. Like everything just pointed back to him. I think in like society standpoint, who you are is like, you just elevate who you are. Yeah, like discover you. Yeah, and the the thing is, um it it doesn't seem like a problem to so many people to elevate yourself because that's what so many people do yeah it's all about yourself yeah but the i think the interesting thing with with what you were saying was you realizing that this life is not just about me Me. yeah which is very counter-cultural yeah to how the world works yeah that's so true and i think it's it's that idea that if i was made in the image of God, you know, which it says in the Bible, I was, he was, he made us like him. And then if I want to know more about myself, I must know more about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can only go so deep into your soul <laughs> mm. until you tap into your spirit. And your spirit is from God. Mm. And so you'll only ever have a better understanding of like, yeah, who you are. You'll only be able to like, Discover the truth of who you are when you find 
like you know when you, you dig and you dig and you dig and then you find like eventually there's gonna be somewhere where it's gonna end it just hmm. it leads to him that's that that's where that's where it happened for me um and now i just i can't imagine doing all of the things that are placed in my heart like dreams mm. aspirations goals i will never be able to reach that on my own like i mm. wish will not i i ha- I, d- i have no physical strength for that yeah but like that's why like that's why i can't live without like god anymore and my relationship with god is just so like you know intertwined that like Without him, I would not be able to pursue anything. And it's the same with like a relationship that you have with your parents, for example. Mm. Once you know how beautiful it is to to have a good relationship with them, mm. you don't want to just bag them. You don't want to just be like, okay, bye. Like I could do this on my own. Mm. I want to live on the wisdom that they have. I want to live on the provision that they have, you know, the house that they have prepared for me or um, the connections that they can help me get mm. and the work and, and like work or whatever, like, My parents have so much to give. What's more like our Heavenly Father, you know? Mm. Before, yeah. what couldn't you do when you didn't have that relationship? Oh, like one, like, now, one, like, one like legit thing that yeah. I, I really had trouble doing was performing. Yeah. I'd really be nervous. I'd be very caught up in my own head. Mm. But when I started doing like, okay, I'm not here to, like you mentioned, bring myself up. I'm not here to... Um, make myself feel good. Yeah, I'm here for God mm. because He gave me this talent, and I want to see. I want to show Him what I could do with it. Mm. And I'm here for others. Then my mind was shifted from me to them, and now I could go on stage, and I trust that God is gonna take care of His reputation. You know what I mean? Like mm. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about like those things if I'm like practiced and prepared but before yeah. it was so hard for me to go up yeah. on stage you can ask Kali I don't know if you've been like there sometimes when I when I was nervous or something yeah, I, I think, think you, I think you, a few you, times you'd men- I think you mentioned it a few yeah times, I yeah. think a few times but yeah. like Kali is somebody that can like attest to that like yeah. there's so many times where I was like let's not do this along and he's like we're already here mm. like you know what I mean so that's definitely something that yeah. that I that changed that that you could really tell that changed Um, I'm suddenly able to make bigger risks because I mm. know that my strength is until here, but God's is unlimited kind of thing. Yeah. But this is this is my podcast. But you're the guest, Andre. Yeah. So we need to, we need I, to shift know, the but focus. But I ask questions. <laughs> like I, I, I just wanna. I'm thinking as well. Like just practically, if someone's listening, and, yeah, and they have those questions. Because for me, um. I say if I didn't know who God was, I'm like, okay, what can't you do without Him? Because yeah. there are a lot of things um, that people can do without God. Yeah. And so I just wanted to see, like, for you, what was different. One thing you said was like how your strength is limited or your yeah. ability is limited. Yeah. Like there is this phrase I heard where it's like the end of yourself is just the beginning of yeah, God. Yeah, I love that. And that's so cool. Another thing. Oh yeah, you you mentioned how you'd get nervous or scared before performing, right? Yeah. I mean, tell me if this is true for you because this is definitely true for me. Yeah. Even if I do have a relationship with God, I still get scared. Yes. And I still get nervous. It yeah. doesn't mean... It's gone. It doesn't mean like you're, you're, you're like nervous free 100%. No. It's, but, it's like, yeah. but you still act despite yeah. the fear. Yeah. And despite... The, like it's not crippling anymore. Yeah. 
it's not gonna keep you there yeah it's like i acknowledge that this is here and the beautiful thing is when you acknowledge that that's there then yeah. god can act you mm-hmm. know but um i had a question i wanted to ask you Andre, <laughs> what are we talking about? You're talking about fear. You talked about something else before that. Eh? The end of yourself is the beginning And of God. And then before that, you talked about something um, What can you do without God? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Like I mentioned earlier, right? There are two desires. There's the want and the need. Yeah. Some people say, I don't need God. Okay, fine. Mm. Maybe you don't need Him. But when you understand all of the things that you can be and that He can do for you, you'd want Him. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what? why would you not want God when you understand all that He is and all mm. that He can be? Like, that that's my thats my thing when people say, I don't need Him. Okay, you don't, but you'd want Him when you know all the things that He can give. And yeah. that's something that we'll be discussing later yeah. on in the podcast. Actually, I, I really just want to say a bunch of things already. Please. Yeah, no, I because recently, I mean, I've been having conversations with people that don't believe in Jesus. Yeah. And a couple of them said, I don't want to do anything with God. Yeah. Um, and there's some uh, that don't want to do anything with God because they're like, I can live my life without them anyway. Yeah. And, and I have been, like, right? Yeah. And I I don't want to accredit anything I do to any outside source. Like all of it is just me and they don't see any need for him. And others, I think, uh, are are because they've been hurt by, they've trusted God and then they've been hurt and disappointed. And so it's like, why would I want to put my trust in a God that... Like didn't save this person. Yeah, or, or like I, I was happen. believing for something yeah. so dear and yeah. then it didn't happen. Yeah. How can I put my trust in a God yeah. like that? Um, but then an interesting thing, I was just reading this a day ago. So right, the world... The world is so evil, right? And a lot of people are like, if there's a God, why is the world so evil? Yeah. But then, if okay, let's say God doesn't exist. There's still so much evil in the world. Exactly. So is it just that we're finding something to blame? Yeah, something or someone to blame. Mm. But what if it's like, we're, we're the reason why there's just so much evil exactly. in the world? And that's, that's like, that like relates to our first Q&A that we oh. had on my channel, right? Do you remember that? We did. A bit we talk talked about, about that. Like, if there's so much bad in the world, then how could God exist? But if there's so much good in the world... Like, you can also, f- yeah, flip, flip you it can on its flip head. flip it, right? Ask, I think, f- speaking for both of us, we're not saying that uh, we're, we're forcing anyone to believe and yeah. that... We obviously, there, like for me, there's still so many things I'm trying to figure out about my life. Yeah, and I'm sure you, there's sure. so many things you're figuring out. No, I have everything figured out, Andre. And, Who are oh, you to yeah. say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's perfect. Um, <laughs> but like, this is also like we are searching for what truth is for our life, and yeah. I think, in a sense, everyone is looking for meaning. They're all yeah. searching for truth, and I just hope that through this conversation that it might help you see more perspective to like okay this is maybe these are some questions i should be asking mm-hmm. or these are some things that i haven't thought of before that i maybe i can consider but yeah um let it but, spark a conversation yeah. in in your heart or or even like for example we're all trying to find right truth mm-hmm. right yeah. the, the the truth what, what is the answers the, of these existential stuff mm. if some people have some leads on it 
please share you know that's, yeah. that's kind of like what i'd say like yeah. share and if anything that's what i'd like to this podcast to be is me sharing all of the things that have helped me be the person that i am today yeah and it's not me saying this is the way i am therefore you should be yeah. this way too it's this is who i am and whatever resonates with you take it and run with it mm. you know it's there's no forcing here like it's just yeah. it's just this is what i have to offer yeah. and whatever you want to take take um since we were since you mentioned the word force like i think that's a perfect uh change segue. of direction yeah segue to the conversation of religion which i think is huge mm -hmm. in our country religion is forced a lot like yeah your parents believe this so you have to believe this you have to follow a list of um traditions and all of that and i think i remember so i went to a catholic senior high school yes and there are a number of times where I would ask like, oh, so why do you, why do you do like, why do you follow these uh, Catholic traditions? And they're like, oh, it's, it's because like, that's just what I grew up doing. And I wonder just how many people are doing all these things because they were just told to do it, but yeah. they never really asked, all right, why am I doing this? And what is the purpose behind this? Yeah. And sometimes I think we can just be so stuck in a, in a system that we don't even question what is the purpose of this or or maybe you're, you're maybe you might be so close to the answer but you've just been so focused on everything you're doing that you're not asking all right what am i doing this for yeah like, why am i doing this yeah but you just i mean comfort is nice yeah sometimes you know like yeah. this is how it's been done so many years before yeah. this is how i'll continue to do it why not right yeah. um and that's that's kind of like the sad the sad thing is a lot of the times people are quite judgmental on you know you talking about what you believe in yeah but it's like this is what i believe in and this is what you believe in and you don't even question that why would you mm -hmm. question me like well, andre and i you don't we don't have religion christianity is not a religion that like i think a lot of people have that misconception of like christianity is just like a cult like everything else you know what i mean mm. I think the original purpose of Christianity is not supposed to be religion, but yes. many people it can make, become. It, make it, yeah. And okay, what is the definition then of religion? So the definition we're using of religion is like when you just have to do a certain number of like traditions and when you have to do a list of rules or, or like laws you have to keep in order to get close to God or to be loved by God or accepted by God. Yeah. It's kind of like um, a transactional thing where like yeah. you do this, therefore you get this. Yeah. And, and it's like God's just there like, all right, you're going to have to do all the things I want you to first and then I'm going to like listen to you and love you. But Christianity is not that. The, the original intention of it, I think. Yeah. Hello from Hannah in the future. <laughs> Don't be alarmed that you're hearing my voice from another place in time, but I just wanted to share with you that I'm going to start sharing with you guys podcast recommendations at the middle of each episode. This is because a lot of people have been asking me what I listen to and I think it would be a good place to start exploring the podcast scene. So this podcast that I'm going to be recommending today is called Life in Progress by Anjali Dub. Here she shares her new journey of adulthood from life, business, and traveling to help us become the best versions of ourselves one podcast at a time 
Speaking of them, I just want to announce that I'm now part of the Podcast Network Asia family, and that's why you can find my podcast and Anjali Dub's podcast, which is called Life in Progress, available on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Now, Andre and I still have a lot to talk about, so tune in. Okay, so I had a different idea of where the podcast was going to go, but yeah. now I'm going to just like fix it, redirect yeah. it. Not redirect it, but I'm just going to change my plans. Mm. So, bef- because you just can't stop us from talking when we start talking. <laughs> you just really can't stop. So, yeah. um, this is what I kind of had in mind. Mm. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of my viewers have started watching my channel and maybe have heard me say things about the Bible, things about God, mm. things about my religion. And yeah. maybe you don't have a religion. Maybe you have a religion, but you're not super, I guess, close to it. Or you have a belief system. Yeah. But, you know, you, you just want to learn more about Christianity. Yeah. I really wanted interesting this. interesting you said my religion, but you said Christianity is not your religion. I'm sorry. Sometimes it just comes out. Because, you know, people <laughs> you like, your faith? You know, when you're writing down on like a bunch of papers and they're like religion, you're like Christianity, yeah. <laughs> you know. You mean your faith. But my faith. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever it is that you believe, yeah. you know, to be the truth, to be what, what the reason why everything is here, the purpose of life. Mm. Maybe you have questions about Christianity. And I was hoping that Andre and I, well, not hoping anymore because we're over here, but <laughs> I was... Um, really aiming for this video to be Christianity 101, kind mm. of like the basics, cover the basics and to just discuss it with you so that if ever this is something that you want to explore or learn for yourself, um, this can yeah. be the podcast to do so. Yeah. So Maybe um, it might even help clear some ideas some people have of Christianity. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some There are some institutes that make it <laughs> seem weird, but like, there are some. I'd like to think, Andre, yeah. that you and I have a sound understanding of what Christianity is and what the Bible is really for and what God is. I know, and I hope. I don't (laughs) want you guys, I don't want it coming across. (laughs) Unless we're just both crazy and we think that's normal. We are. No, no, no. (laughs) But um, I'd I'd like to just for this, you know, this podcast to just be like, don't take like everything that we say is like, oh, this is definitely the truth because they said it. Again, everything is just through personal experience and through the things that I learned about the Bible and about God. You know, we're not like if like you know these these like what fancy words of like yeah. leaders and whatever, but like, like we're real people that are going through real life, yeah. and these are the things that we have learned about God that has substantially yeah. helped us. And it's not like oh, we're here trying to convert people because I think sometimes when people hear oh, you're a Christian, are you gonna convert me? <laughs> Share, preach the well. God. In every like, sitcom, we come across like coming knocking on their doors and be like, "Can I talk to you about Jesus?" The Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. There are ways to do it. Okay, yeah. but um, so this is what I feel like it would be fun. This is what I'm gonna okay. do. Okay, Andre. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to throw you a word, a topic. We just want to talk about the, the basics of it, okay? okay? So I kind of put it in chronological order of like what you kind of have to know in order to become a Christian, like where it all started, and then okay. basically how to apply it okay. in your life. Okay. Okay, so the first thing that we'll talk about is creation. You know, there's the Big yeah. Bang Theory, there's evolution yeah. and all these things. Um, but as a Christian, which we believe the Bible is truth and nothing yeah. but the truth, and it says that God is the creator of the universe. Mm. And yeah, what does that mean? Like, what is creation? Who is the creator? What do um, you think? The first thing that comes to mind when it, when it mentions how God created everything that exists shows that every single person that is alive, so you, me, everyone listening, that all of us are created with intention, yeah. not out of mere accident no. or 
or coincidence, but that your life is actually created with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I just find it interesting, even hearing those words, it just does something in you. Like you feel like, I know it's like the inside of you is expanding compared to if you hear, oh yeah, every single person alive is just a cause of- Collision of rocks. Of a random accident that just happened where nothing decided to do something and create something. Like even (laughs) just thinking of that, like I guess a simple thing that uh, helps me kind of process that is like when it comes to, let's say a phone. So like this phone didn't just- come to be there is a a person that decided right i'm gonna put these pieces together i'm gonna conceptualize how i want it to look like what it's gonna do Mm -hmm. and then there like we all know if i just say like oh this just randomly happened and created itself like you'd be like no this someone like it's common sense yeah there's so much particles that needed to be like you know so many screws that needed to be placed in the right place for it to be exactly the way it is functioning well yeah and when you think of it on a larger scale, like yeah. us as humans, yes. we're way more complex than cell phones. Yes. How I I just think, how can we just be An a result accident. of mere coincidences? Yes. Like, and and science backs it up. Like science has like a lot of lacking information on why we can live the way that we do. Like hmm. how our heart can continue to beat. Mm. How our lungs continue like to there's move. there's uh what do you call it like a constant like like even just let's say the world like the air we breathe right there's oxygen yes there's there's a constant Supply. level of oxygen that yeah that allows us to live but what if there was nothing maintaining that like the world would just yeah. go in chaos and we would run out of like we'd just be panicking <laughs> like I'm not sure if I'm gonna breathe because <laughs> the oxygen runs out yeah. but the fact that the world has some sense of order and direction and yes. And it just makes me question how can all of this not have some type of design and intention yes. from someone that is an intelligent being that created it, you know, with intention. Just to briefly summarize what the story of the Bible talks about is how God created everything good, but then humanity, out of pride, decided to live life their own way. Yeah. And it's kind of like a rebellious child. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> yeah. But then God being someone so loving gave them the freedom to choose. Yes. But the amazing thing is that God did not stop choosing to reach out to humanity. Yes. And as you go through the Bible from Genesis all the way till the very end, it's really God making ways, just like him reaching out and saying, Let's These try again. Are, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah. Can can you come back to me? You know, it's yeah. it's it's really like a lost child because like yeah. God, we are his creation. And so therefore he wants to be close to us. He he made us to love to, in order to love us. And yeah. we're just like, nah, you do life my own way, yeah. kind of thing. And it's the beautiful thing is he keeps on reaching out. Yeah. And he keeps on saying, How about today? How yeah. about today? You know, yeah. how about today? And so where does Jesus come into play? He becomes the main bridge for humanity to find their way back to God. Yes. And that's the crazy thing because it's not us anymore trying to work trying our to way. Work, yeah, which which is what we were talking about earlier about religion, right? Mm. Religion is just us striving, trying to do all of the good things, trying to fill out the lists. Yeah. But then here in 
and what we understand about Jesus and, and the story of God is we see God coming down for us, Literally, making like, a way for us. Yes. And I found it interesting because I was listening to Urban McManus, which I mentioned I'm studying Mosaic, and mm -hmm. he was talking about this. And he had a message called Why Jesus, which is all about religion and why he chooses to believe so in Jesus. It yeah, yeah, it's a really, really insightful talk. And he said how in, in all of these major religions, it's always what we have to do to earn God's love, to earn God's acceptance, or to reach whatever state of heaven or nirvana or whatever that yeah. looks like. But Jesus is the only one that reaches down. And he said, think of it like in a relationship with a person. Yeah. Do you want to live your life constantly trying to earn someone's love who doesn't even love you in the first place? Yeah. Like it just becomes so draining and tiring. And But he never gets tired. Yeah, but with, with God is he already loves you so much. Mm -hmm. And as humans, won't you be drawn to someone that you know, like, oh, they already love me. They accept me. They, they're choosing me. Rather yes. than someone who's like, no, I'm going to wait for you first to do all this. Then I'm going to. Yeah. Like, imagine if you had friends like that. Oh like, oh, uh, no, you're going to have to work your way to get to me. Like, I don't I Only once you do these things, then you can become. My like, friend. Yeah. So there was there was all these bad things that were happening, right? Yeah. I mean, all the bad things that humanity was doing. Mm. basically jesus said for once and for all i'll take the consequence of all of the things that you are doing and yeah. are about to do yeah so that you can be like back together with god so that yeah. you guys can be friends again so you could be close again yeah god is perfect and we are not but yeah. then because of jesus we're given we're given this unconditional love to enter into his presence yeah because of jesus we are able to be forgiven for our sins yeah. basically for all of the things that we've done yeah. and i think that's the thing that i really have a trouble like understanding when it comes to like religion is mm. if god already came down to us you know in the shape of jesus why do we still have to go through all of these like rituals and step-by-step -step ways to get to god like jesus already made that way mm. you know like it's already direct access kind of thing yeah and i don't think like we can ever come to a a full and perfect description of who god is and what jesus did for us but the basic premise of it is we have the ability to like reconcile basically with mm. god when you have a friend you know and you, you make a mistake with them yeah. and you say sorry and they forgive then you can be friends yeah. again then you can you know reclaim that relationship and it's that's what jesus was able to make possible yeah. for us is so we can be forgiven and so yeah. that we can regain that relationship with god and that is just the beautiful thing is yeah. when you are friends again you know mm. with with god then he can help you work out what your life is supposed to be you have access to the guy who created you yeah you have access to the one who knows everything knowledge he made it all you know creation he made it all mm. why would you not want to have that beautiful access mm. and basically like you know when you're in air in an airport and you're trying to get to your gate really fast but there's like a like a speed what is it called? Those, those, like, those the walkalator. It's like a faster way to get yeah. there. That's basically what God is. It's like you want you want happiness, you want joy, yeah. you want peace, you want yeah. love. It's all 
you can get that all yeah. through me and and a lot of people just would rather i guess do it their own way which is mm. which is like super sad um but i think it's an interesting thing in inside like our nature as people how we can be super prideful we want to say no i earned this yeah i did this yeah. i made i made this happen yes and what draws god closest humility yeah when you're like actually i don't deserve this and i'm the least deserving person yes but then you understand it's just god who is just so unconditionally loving but yeah. that's like you that can't you itself, can't even you can't even perceive that that in itself is it's hard yeah. to perceive somebody who loves you no matter what that's a difficult thing for us to grasp because we're so conditional as humans we're like oh yeah i love this person because of they're so kind to me they're so nice to me but then the moment they make the mistake or like you draw back i yeah, don't know if yeah, i yeah. want but with god it's like even if you make the mistake maybe there becomes distance but it doesn't mean god's like all right now i will turn my back away from you and i don't want to talk to you or yeah. listen. no he's like all right what you did might have created the distance but i'm still waiting and the moment you turn back I'm right there. there. But you have to turn back. Yeah. And that is, requires which humility. Which is the biggest, the, which is the, basically the, the biggest requirement, requirement, the yeah. only requirement. The only way to get to God is to say that you need him. Yeah. Is to admit that you as a human are not enough to be yeah. able to do all of those things. Yeah. And that's the only thing he asks us to do is to receive the love that he so graciously and unconditionally gives. Yeah. And it, there's basically just those two things. To receive that love and to believe that mm. he loves us. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times, you know, as, as we mentioned um, earlier, the way that the world teaches us is if you want to believe something, you better see it to believe it. Mm. You know, you better um, be given the facts and, and everything and, and you better completely understand that thing in order to believe that it's a thing mm. or whatever. But that's where the beauty of faith comes to play. Yeah. We are handed this Bible, which we believe is the word of God, and we're choosing to believe that this is true, even if we may not understand everything. Yeah, the whole picture. And so I just want to encourage anybody that is listening, maybe you have a lot of questions. We have a lot of questions yeah. too. And keep, ask, keep and asking. And keep like, asking those questions. But... The biggest thing that that God loves and what makes him smile is mm. you trusting him even if you don't completely understand everything. One person I remember I had a conversation with said, I was afraid of asking questions because I thought God would get mad no. if I question. Or like, if I do question, maybe it means that like I'm bad. Mm -mm. But then, honestly, God is not afraid of your questions. In fact, I think God is like, okay, go ask me the questions. And the more you ask, he made I you the curious. More, the more you'll discover. Yeah. And the more you seek. And yeah, so it, maybe if anyone is listening, you feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't ask because that means I'm bad or like. Or because I don't believe. Yeah. But I think it's completely normal and human to yes. ask. So. I think you should take off that if that is you you should take off that weight thinking you can't ask no actually god creates a space for you to be honest and open yes and besides that i think if you are in a community 
where they don't allow you to ask and they don't allow you to question, that is not the right community. No. Because a life, I think, of 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 genuine community is mm. a space where questions are are allowed where yeah. honesty is allowed because if you're not honest how are you gonna grow yes and and actually that's the second thing that i wanted yeah. to talk about really? is growth oh i didn't know because <laughs> if you enter into a relationship with god yeah or you want to do that you know which we already mentioned was through believing mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is yeah. and receiving the love that he gives then how do you grow in a relationship with god like what if people watching have grown up you know as christians in their life but how do you grow as a christian mm-hmm. and i think my favorite analogy there is just how you have friends how yeah. you have family members how do you get close you know everybody has different love languages how do you grow your relationships with people, with people <laughs> physical people <laughs> it's the same thing with god if you want to get to know someone you spend time with them Mm. Right. If you want to get to know someone, you talk to them. Mm. If you want to get to know someone, you ask them questions about themselves mm. and they answer it. Honestly, when I meet somebody and like, you know, we're like we get along. I love it when they ask questions about me. They're like, oh, so what do you do for a living? Or, you know, mm. like I'm, 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 I'd be so excited to answer because yeah. I want to get to know you and you want to get to know me. And yeah, as you mentioned a while ago, the beautiful thing is that you don't even have to ask God whether or not he wants to get close to you. He does. He yeah. he, he created you in order to get close to you. Another practical step is just having commitment. Because like when it comes to a yes. relationship, yes. if you're not committed to knowing the person, yes. then you won't really bother getting to know them. Yes, And I think the same is with God. If you're committed, you're like, okay, um, I'm going to try to understand more about who he is. Mm-hmm. And I guess the honest difficulty is like, you can't just be like, all right, God, what are your thoughts on this? And you hear like, oh yeah, here's my answer. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I wish everything was like audible and and like, he'll just talk from the sky. But that's it why requires, we have the Bible. It requires a lot of commitment and searching. Yes. So that's why, you, yeah, we read the Bible. That's why also... I think you can learn about who he is through what he's made. And, yeah. and when you look at, I mean, you look at the world and you get to see. Um, I think nature is so yeah. beautiful. To just Have you ever just sat outside and marveled at like the clouds yeah. or how there's so many trees or. <laughs> you sound like, you you know, the I was just, the first word that came to my mind is like hippie. Oh, look at all of the trees, trees. and the sky. <laughs> I think, no, but. I think there is some sort of, um, in a relationship that hippies have with the world <laughs> that I want to have, honestly. Like an, uh, appreciation an appreciation of wonder. Exactly. That term, wonder. Yeah. I think oh, one wonder. immediate thing we can see about who God is, if we look at nature, is that God is creative and loves to express himself in so many different ways. And in beautiful ways, too. And I think, like, and this is another, I guess, on a like on a side topic, like, if you are someone that follows Jesus, to be someone that reflects that, to be someone, yes. a person of creativity where yes. you're like, I'm not just going to live trapped within a box. Like, on these are the only ways I can express my life. Or, But no. to, to realize 
that God creatively created you so you can creatively create a future and a yes, life of yes. beauty. That, that's what I always say. I want to be a good representation of the creation that God has done in this world. You know, yeah. like we are we are the best examples of how good God is because we are His image. Like we are made to be like Him. The difficult part though is when someone claims to follow Jesus or God, and, and then their life they're not the, the, the best example. It's like, and I, the think, I think that is why a lot of people get drawn away from yeah. Christianity. The hateful Christians. It's because the they're like, Christians. if this is what Christianity is about, I'm out. Yeah. But can I just remind you that Christianity is not about people, but it's about Christ. Yeah. And so your first impression of a Christian should not be your basis of who Christ is. The basis of your faith should be Christ. Exactly. Because the interesting thing also is that the closer you get to God, the more you realize also that you need the right people. Oh, yes. Which I will talk about now. Yeah. You're getting ahead of my notes saying, on Because you said no, but that's it's not so about fun. people. People will be like, all right, yeah, it's, I don't need people anyway. <laughs> I'll rather basis, live my life The basis, no, the foundation of yeah. it. It should not be people. Yeah. The foundation of it is a God, a loving God. Yeah. Who who cannot be touched by whatever experience you had with a person, yeah. um, but definitely that is an add-on. So okay, we're getting excited <laughs> here, but let let's go practical, right? How do you grow? Yeah. So the first thing is to read the Bible. Yeah. Because the the Bible, like as you said, it would be great if God can audibly speak through the clouds like He does in so many movies, yeah. just like a Siri, you know, like yeah, hey, hey, God, just answer cool. this, and then He'll just But respond. the reality <laughs> is, the Bible was given to us as God's word. Yeah. And therefore, if you want to hear him speak, you better first understand what his voice sounds like. Yeah. Like, for example, if my dad screams at me from a crowd of people, I know yeah. that's my dad. Why? Because I've heard his voice before. Yeah. And so if you want to hear God's voice audibly, <laughs> you have to listen to his voice through his word first. You mm -hmm. have to understand um, how does God talk? Yeah. What is his nature like? Because yeah. then you would be able to recognize within your mind is this me talking or is this god talking mm -hmm. because sometimes there are things in your brain that come up and you're like okay i read the bible that does not sound like god yeah. <laughs> that is definitely yeah me. if he says like oh yes. yeah uh, keep like keep doubting yourself keep doubting yourself keep speaking like so much anxious no. thoughts and insecurity like god but God's the bible voice says, does not sound like the bible says do not worry about tomorrow for the tomorrow will worry about itself right or do not be anxious about anything but instead pray about everything that's yeah. what the bible says therefore i know that's what god says and whatever's in my head yeah. is not what god says yeah. so i think that's the first thing is to get to know someone you better first recognize yeah their voice understand how they talk and yeah. and and i think the way that people talk and the words that come out of their mouth that's who they are you mm -hmm. know that's the person that's how you get to know their personality mm -hmm. uh, all of the external looks and whatever is just additional but mm. what you say has so much power and yeah. the powerful word of god is in the bible so i would encourage yeah. you to read the bible how would you another yeah actually i was about to answer mm -hmm. that like a practical tip is how to so, start it's yeah, such the, a big book <laughs> sometimes it's so easy just to get lost and oh yeah confused i've gotten but lost a lot one thing that. you have to understand is that the, although there are many books it's so interconnected that to understand one part you also have to look at the history so it's you have to look at the context yeah basically because it's so easy to just find let's say a, a part a of the bible of and, and think like, like oh no uh this is why uh i can't have a tattoo yeah i can't have tattoos anymore <laughs> or 
you have to understand the historical the context, context yeah. the, the spiritual context of it. and Just skim through it so that you kind of have an understanding of what you're getting into. Yeah. And then later on, go in depth. And, uh, one group that really helps me when it comes to reading and understanding books of the Bible is the Bible Project. Love them. Yeah, th- they, they have an, a YouTube yeah, channel. I put it down they, below. And a podcast. They simplify the, the stories and the narratives and help you get like a overview holistic yeah understanding of what the book is about Mm -hmm. but yeah while you read um of course use the available resources of of the internet as well when you have questions but another thing is maybe if you have the ability not just to read by yourself but to read with people who are also maybe discovering jesus or discovering their faith that really helps so that you can ask questions you can share what you've learned you can share what you're struggling with when Mm -hmm. it comes to understanding and yeah but you definitely need commitment to it because if you don't have commitment you need commitment to it and you can use okay other practical apps like you version is a really good app and it has um reading plans reading plans so you can go through like a book of the bible and it can like describe to you what happened in this chapter and this understanding or another thing that you can also do is you can use another translation so maybe the translation that you have in your house is the king james version which Which is is like old english thou thou art art, whatever yeah um so it's very hard to understand (laughs) So if you want to have like a, an introductory course on the Bible, something that's mm. more, I guess, like layman's terms, you can use the message translation, mm-hmm. which makes it a little bit easier to understand, very much easier to mm-hmm. understand. And I would suggest starting in the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. Because those are kind of like, that's kind of like the um. That's the part the where, where Jesus Bible, comes in and Jesus you get to see in. yeah, how Jesus lived. and Yeah, so I would suggest did, starting yeah. in, in the New Testament and then eventually working your way through the Old Testament so you mm-hmm. have a better understanding of the New Testament. It, the Bible is divided into two, 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 parts. two parts. Yeah, Old and New yeah. Testament. Yeah. Old and New. So Old is before Jesus, Jesus and New was during and then after, after Jesus. And you can consider the Bible as like a library because there are many different books. 66. And they're written by so many different authors. So mm. like my question is like, how can you not believe that the Bible is real? They're all different thousands. Is it thousands? So many different authors I don't know how many, but like through different times of, of like different generations. And mm. yet they're all interconnected, interconnected talking yeah. about like the same topic but in different lenses but it's still it's it's a beautiful book but i'm just telling you it can be overwhelming Mm. don't be scared just start small maybe one chapter a day yeah and i think one thing that helps also is you understand that a lot so many of these stories are real people going through real problems it's not just just a storybook yeah just like you and i and when you get to understand that oh these people even though they're in the bible they're still human. They still have their doubts. They yes. still had their flaws. Yeah. And yet God was still walking with them and and still engaging in the story of their life. So I, I think that just gives me hope because that lets me know, okay, if I have my worries, my questions, my mm. doubts, my flaws and imperfections, I know that that's something that God isn't going to walk away from, but that he'll he's embrace gonna, yeah he's gonna like guide you through yeah he'll embrace and i think like another beautiful thing about the bible a boot. A boot. <laughs> <laughs> is it's not like the first time you read it you'll understand every single thing yeah it's like the bible you know it's yeah. it's it's the living and breathing thing kind of it's yeah. like 
when you read it in one phase of your life and then you read yeah. it again in another phase of your life, it'll speak to you differently. Yeah. So as of right now, don't pressure yourself to understand every single line yeah. of every single story, of every single book. Like, just read whatever you read. Mm. Like, maybe it's one chapter, two chapters a day. And yeah. just ask yourself, what can I learn from this? Yeah. Or maybe what can I learn about God through this? Yeah. Like, that's kind of the question that I just asked myself. Yeah. Okay, so what did I learn about God yeah. through this? Maybe it's just that God is good or yeah. God talks to me. Or God listens. Like, yeah. it can be that simple. Yeah. Or you even see, like, how did God respond when, I don't know, when, let's say, the person uh, did something bad? Like, yeah. look at how Jesus responds, how he interacts mm. with people, because that helps you see, okay, this is how Jesus interacts with you today. And remember that Jesus is God. Yeah. So, it, it, the, Jesus is basically the like embodiment. God. But human. in a human form. And so yeah. it's basically easier for you to understand. Like yeah. Jesus was made so that God can help you understand yeah. what he's really like. So that's yeah. why I would suggest starting in the Gospels, which is Matthew, mm -hmm. Mark, Luke, and John. Because that's where Jesus is introduced. And mm -hmm. you can have a great refresher on who God is and what he's like. Um, yeah. Another practical thing is praying. So just like you like FaceTiming your friends or talking on the phone. Mm. You know, communication is very important in a relationship. Yeah. And therefore, prayer is exactly that. It's having a conversation with God. And that's super important because conversation is not just one way. Exactly. <laughs> and a lot of people, I think, they pray and they say, you know, their prayers. And, okay, done. Thanks, bye, yeah. God. Give God yeah. a chance to speak. It's like to going, calling someone up, just saying everything. And then, and then hanging up. Yeah. Or like lowering the volume and you can't hear them anymore exactly. but another thing about it is it's two ways but also conversations organically happen it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. like i will say the same like imagine if we're talking about yeah. the same things all Every the time, single time. and we say so all the annoying. same words it's so that would be all, so annoying. like i just get bored like I the relationship cannot grow yes. if everything is so monotonous yes. and, and planned. And if it's um, the same. And remember and the God yeah. that you're talking to. He's so creative and he's yeah. so expressive. Yeah. Be expressive. Yeah. Write him a poem. Write him a letter. Sing yeah. him a song. It doesn't yeah. have to be, hello, God, <laughs> today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But if you, if you, I mean, you can express, you can express your prayers literally it's so many different ways yes. and it doesn't have to be you don't have to pray only when you're in church you don't have to pray only when you're eating your about before to eat your you food. go to sleep it's, yeah you it's a constant thing. while you're walking you can yeah. just like god all right what do you want to speak to me today or, yeah. or god thank you for you know whatever it is or sometimes you just look in the mirror god what should i wear today you know like <laughs> we are we are tasked in the bible to yeah. pray without ceasing which means yeah. Don't stop praying. And yeah. oh my God, you read that and you're like, I cannot stop the rest of my life to just yeah. pray to God 24-7. Yeah. But that's not what it means. It means in every situation that you are faced, mm. continue to leave the, the telephone yeah. lines open with God. Yeah. You know, even right now as we talk, sometimes I'm like, Lord, what do I say next? Like, yeah. what do I do next? You know, and that's how, you know, that's how you know you have a closer relationship with God is when... You can just involve him in everything. Like, I just love mm. it when my friends call me at random times of the day and say, look at this really cool meme or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just super random. But God wants to reach you like that as well. And that's what prayer is. It's not this, you know, crazy, like, 
you know, a thing yeah. I have to prepare for and I have to have this line and say this line and talk at this time yeah. and only for one hour. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a conversation just like you have with everybody around you. Um, and it's honestly, it's really beautiful. I mm. love prayer. I love prayer. Yeah. And you don't only just have to pray for you. You can also pray for other people. You know, you can mm -hmm. bridge the gap between those people that maybe you're not able to pray for themselves. So, Lord, I pray for my mom, maybe, that she's acting today. Give her strength. You know, it doesn't have to just be about you. It can be yeah. about, like, like anything. Together with prayer, there's also gratitude. That is also prayer. Yeah. Saying, Lord, thank you for this. Thank you yeah. for that. And we are encouraged to enter into God's um, presence with thanksgiving so you can start your prayers mm. out with like hey god thank you for this maybe list five things if you want or yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah prayer isn't only request because it's so easy just to be yes. like i'm gonna pray to god when i need things yes like, only or only when you're in a problem all right i need your help now but then yeah. imagine if your friends only came to you when they needed help hmm. like Shut that's just this is kind of like uh you're a you, user you, yeah and many times we're like that with god we just yeah, want him we like when we sometimes. need him but yes. then when we're good we're like yeah. i i don't need you anymore but that's not what a healthy relationship exactly looks like. you share the highs and the lows you know yeah. you say lord uh, uh, this is what happened today it was so yeah. great and you also say lord i'm sorry yeah. for doing this yeah. but you also and some say, people have different ways to call god like yeah, some people I, it's, say, Lord. Yeah, it's interesting how... Daddy God. <laughs> please do not say Daddy God. I'm not sure. Growing up, Lord is something that people say here say here a lot. A lot yes. But then if you go to other cultures and they hear Lord, they might be like, what is this? Like Lord of the Rings? Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah. But, and so people have different ways Just to address Just have your own ways God. of... Yeah. What are your ways of addressing God? Um, what are your go-tos? Well, I say... I, sometimes I say Jesus mm -hmm. or I say Father... I think father is, yeah. yeah. He he calls himself a father. He also calls himself a friend. He calls himself a companion. A and that's sometimes like just something that, you know, it just, it just changes your perspective. And uh, the same thing, God is so big and he's yeah. so vast and he doesn't live according to our ways. He's like his own kind of thing. And so therefore, just don't be afraid to try different things. You know, like there's no set way of uh, of talking to God or addressing God. It's like, I know. I think the only thing, if it comes to like a requirement, is just being honest. Yes. That's the only requirement. Yes, really. just be honest because but he can't work that, with something that's not true. Okay, so okay, moving on. We can get we can get really like tied up to this. But <laughs> the next thing is um quiet time. Okay. Okay, so I would consider quiet time as my like devotions with God. So that's yeah. like every single morning, what I do is at the moment I'm reading a book called Purpose Driven Life. Mm. So I read a passage of that book. I write the things that um, I want to keep in my brain from that book. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also read a devotional, which is, what is a devotional? It's basically just like a little excerpt that's yeah. talking about a part in the Bible and it explains it to you. And sometimes there's like practical applications practical or applications. stories. Yeah. And what I use is utmost for his highest. <laughs> and then <laughs> I write like a little like short prayer or I say the prayer um, and then I like, do gratitude like, yeah. so, like things that i'm grateful for yeah. and then like what's my intention for the day so i just write this like one-liner yeah. that's like maybe today i will be a doer of the word or whatever you know what i mean just that intention what does doer of the word mean if you're not someone that knows a doer of the word is basically okay the word is god's word right yeah. and there's no point in learning about something if you don't apply it to your life 
this yeah. is the word and I'm not just going to listen to it and read about it. Yeah. I'm going to actually live it out in my yeah. life because that's the whole point. The Bible is meant to be applied. A band-aid, it's not really helpful if not applied, right? Like, okay, the Bible is like good deodorant. Okay. If it's not applied, it won't work, right? I guess. So you need to apply the deodorant <laughs> for it to work. <laughs> so same thing as the Bible. But anyway, yeah, that's what I do. I think like God is a source of life. And therefore, if I want to live a great life, I must be connected to the source. So that's why I start my quiet time in the mm. morning. But some people do it at night. Some people do it in the afternoon. Mm. It's just time alone. Quality time. Yeah. yeah. What does yours look like? Mine? So it's interesting. It's like Some people call it quiet time. But then your quiet time... Sometimes for me, it's like not quiet. It's like, Lord, how dare you? No, oh. I mean, like, I just play some music, mm. like some worship music. I think the reason why we call it quiet time is because meaning like we're, we're shutting off Everything all of the else. noise of like, yes. whether that the noise could be your phone, social mm -hmm. media, or, or even like physically, yes. like taking time to be quiet and just to hear maybe what God wants to speak to you in that yes. moment. So for me, a lot of the times it looks like I'll, I'll listen to some worship music and I'll I'll literally just say what I'm thankful for while I'm listening to that or I'll sing along mm. and, and thank God for for certain things in my life and then from there I'll because for school as well I'm also going through different books Readings, yeah, yeah in the Bible so like right now I'm currently in the book of Job and Ooh, Job is an interesting book on suffering book. and yeah. and going through difficult moments in life and that's hard and so like what I was learning today was how Job was talking about how he's suffering and his friends came in. And it's interesting because it says when the friends first showed up, they were there with him, didn't say anything. They were just like with him. Mm. And I think that I was like, that's beautiful because they're just present. Yeah. But then later on, they kept talking and talking and saying, oh, I think the reason why you're going through this is because of this and they're just saying so much. Have you ever been with a friend? Like you're going through a painful moment and they just keep saying so much words. Yeah, but and you're you just don't... like, just be here for me. Exactly. And so what I wrote down from what I learned, I was like, I don't want to be someone that that just shares so much words, but I'm not present there with the person. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be more present with the person than just sharing all of these thoughts and thoughts and why, how they can improve all of that. I mean, of course, there's a time for that. Yeah. But many times what they need first it's just you being present there with them and yeah. sharing in the pain with them. And yes. so that's, that's yeah, for me, I, I look a lot at the practical advice and yes. also I get to understand, oh yeah, this is a lot of how people work. Like a lot of people show up in your life, but they just say a lot of things, but they don't actually help you. Yeah. And the so, reflection is so yeah. important. Yeah. So I, I, I try to reflect as much as I can on me, on who I want to become, who I don't want to be. I'm sorry if the light changed. I just turned on the light. <laughs> Speaking of the people that you want to be around, Andre, mm. the last thing um, in order to grow with God is community. Yeah. Right? And there are two... <laughs> community. I like, like, your you know, weird like, tone changed. Community. Community. Like with a rainbow. Yeah, exactly. Oh um, no, but there are two different types of like community, right? There is like the bigger communities and then like the, the smaller individual relationships. So like... Mm. Like, like you mentioned earlier, um, the people around you also contribute to the person that you eventually do become. And if you surround yourself yeah. with people who um, have the beliefs that you want to believe or have the, the attitudes that you want to develop, um, 
well that's an order that's how to do it you know you just mm. surround yourself with those people mm. so the practical communities are a church which yeah. is basically a group of believers that yeah. come together on sundays and sometimes during the week and then there are also yeah. like um bible study groups yeah like actually actually i think the best way to grow is not i mean of course sundays are a start yeah but then really if you want to grow growing you, you be with people that they're not just there on a Sunday, but yeah. people you literally can go through the whole week yes. with. Yeah, yeah, that's so as, true. As much as, po- yeah, yeah. much as possible. And so how like how would you like like suggest people find those people? Let's say if they're mm. um, in a position in their life where maybe they're the only ones who are trying to search for God or... Yeah, I made a friend recently through quarantine, uh, during 2020 quarantine. And, yeah. Um, this friend of mine is like the only person that is like actively... Uh, going after uh, a life of faith and spirituality and yeah. all of that and and because of the quarantine situation it's obviously difficult to have physical or like to find physical community mm. but i think the amazing thing with of course the internet for her it was actually finding mosaic mm. and it was actually through an instagram story and then she found out nice. oh they have like study groups where people get to go through the bible together long story short she ended up in the in the college and wow and she just ended up having a community but it's because she took the initiative to search yes so if you are looking for a community we are in a youth community called friday night live yeah which is basically where we met yeah it's where we met um but we come together every first friday and third friday of the month actually in person now yeah but um, it's in alabang that's, it's in alabang and it's thing. social yeah. distanced but yeah. we make sure to yeah just come together we worship and we just do life together honestly so if you are in the alabang area we would encourage you to come to fnl mm. please it's honestly super safe like i'm the most particular person and andre knows that <laughs> i'm the most particular person and yet i went last friday and honestly mm. there's so much space to be able to be distanced yeah. and um it's just such a great environment to be in so i would really encourage you if i'm sure you have like some sort of a friend that has spoken about like their church or yeah. being in a community please do reach yeah. out to them and your ask them how area. you can be involved yeah. yes in your local area but again there are so many great places to 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 discover things for yourself such as like mm. the bible project for example there yeah. are um online services now I, hillsong has online services which i super love yeah. and they can get you connected with people from all over the world to learn about the bible and yeah and everything and even we can make the comment section down below like a free place for you guys to meet each other and to talk about Very the true. word honestly like this our ohana is a community in and of itself mm. and i know janina also has her devos that she does so you guys can join yeah. her devotions um so yeah there are so many opportunities guys to like reach out but if you can please do be involved in a church even if it's online at this moment and if you can have access to a smaller group of people to discuss the bible mm-hmm. do that as well actually we're we have one in like uh six minutes yeah <laughs> also beyond talking about the bible mm-hmm. it's also just a safe space for you to talk about your life yes um because to just talk about the bible and to not involve your real life issues is it's, it's not the way it's supposed it's to be because when you learn more about god you understand that god is deeply involved in your life yes and so as you learn more about that, you get to 
realized, oh yeah, I, I can talk about my life and I should also listen to what other people are going through. And see. so it's a, it's, it's really intimate and, and I think it should be yeah, a place where people openly talk about their life as well. But of yeah. course that's built through trust. Through, and so that's yes. why you have to find the right, the right people and it, it it doesn't always work out the first time around like yeah. if you have a group of people and you're like oh i really don't like resonate with these people yeah. um don't be afraid to like search you know but like yeah. don't be like jumping around to be like oh yeah. one session don't like it you know what yeah. i mean like sometimes try, it takes time try it out give yeah. it a chance um but also above that they're not above that but together with that there are also those individual relationships yeah so i would encourage you to, to have like these three layers right there's the mentors the people that you look up to yeah Ask them for a Zoom meeting once a week, maybe once a month. And then there are the peers. So Andre mm -hmm. is a peer of mine that, you know, you can talk about real yeah. life situations and you can get like real insight where like mm -hmm. I know he's gone through it or he's about to go through it or mm -hmm. together we're going through it. Um, but there are also the the people like that you can teach, the people that you can help grow. Yeah. You know, the, in your community who are the people that are searching, maybe you can be their mentor. Maybe you can be their guide. Because when we are teaching something, we kind of learn it faster, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would consider those the four kind of pillars of how to grow yeah. um, as a Christian. But then again, it is a personal journey. Yeah. And there's no pressure to be fast or to, you know, have a certain way of doing it. Yeah, I think one, th like kind of to summarize it, one thing though yeah. that's essential with that is a life with God really involves life with people. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and the, of course your basis is your relationship with God, but then the more you grow in your relationship with God, the more you understand I need the right people with me mm. in my life. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. Well, I did my testimony this morning. This morning. This morning. <laughs> Dang, how long have we been talking? <laughs> it was so it's bright, Kanina. No, but I, I, I shared my testimony um, earlier in the yeah. podcast. And Andre, I was very encouraged when you shared yours um, in a small group of people. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much strength, I think, needed and bravery to be able to share it to a bigger group of people. Mm. But that is the vulnerability that we say we should you know exhibit and for you to be able to say i'll talk about it i really yeah. think a lot of people can learn from it and yeah. maybe be encouraged yeah. so would you like to share for sure um so i'm gonna try to say this as as best as i can and like not be super what you call it, not to make it too long but um Similar to your story, I was struggling with like where I belonged. And I was that kid in school that was super easy to pick on. And if you did pick on that person, you'd know for sure you'd get a good reaction. Because I'd like <laughs> rage. And like my teachers would be like, Andre, you're like the Hulk. Like you're oh my like because my face is like <sighs> like I'm like I'm like just super angry. And and one of the reasons why is because when I was home, um, there was a lot of dysfunction going on um like emotionally uh parents would fight so much my my siblings would fight a lot or my siblings and my parents and i'm being the young i being the youngest a lot of the times when these fights would go on i would kind of just go alone to a room and cry because i had no idea what to do and i wasn't yeah. close to my siblings i wasn't talking with my parents about what i was feeling i was just i would just hide i would just yeah. hide and cry and a huge portion of my life i felt like 
I really was alone. And I grew up in a Christian family, received Jesus when I was 13. And it was this amazing moment where for the first time I felt like, wow, I'm, I'm accepted. And it was, it was interesting because even if I didn't have a huge group of people in my life or all of these things, even if I didn't have that, I felt like I already was accepted, that I already, that I was not alone. And that realizing that made me want to know more about Jesus because I'm like, this is so different. Like the moment I cried out and I was like, God, I need you and I want you in my life. It changed something in me and I was like, I really want to keep searching, understanding. Yes. And that's why I wanted to read, which I did. I, at 13, I opened up my kiddie Bible <laughs> with all of these pictures of penguins and like random zoo animals. But <laughs> I, would, I would read that. Um, and then I, I realized, though, there's still a part of me that was like, I need people. Mm. And I remember how I ended up. Uh, I felt accepted, but I still knew there's a piece missing. Like I need people. And I, I was in my room and I was crying and I was like, God, can you please give me friends? Like I was, I was just crying to my pillow. Like I need friends. And that same, uh, that same year I joined a youth conference in, in our church mm -hmm. and I ended up getting to meet people and I, I was like, wow, there are people that will accept me for me. And, this was, it's, it's like a, uh, Snowball like, effect. yeah, like momentum was building up. I was growing. I found people I could talk to and then I got connected to a group and then things were going good. I was learning more about who I was and that, you know, that there's like a purpose for my life. But then the part about family seemed to be crumbling all the more. Like internally, I felt built up, but at the same time, my life around me was like crumbling down. Like my family fights were just more frequent. Uh, and and it was really difficult um, to process because I'm like, I believe in a God that says he has a good future for my yeah. life, but it seems like everything around me is just falling okay. apart. And it came to a point where when I was 14 years old, um, my my mom called me in into one of the rooms in the house and she's like, I'm gonna be moving out because I'm separating from with your dad. And it was one of the hardest moments for me. And I was just asking myself, like, how can like what what happens next? It's like there. what happened? yeah, I don't I don't know what's next. And I was crying a lot. That that first few weeks was just a lot of crying and a lot of questioning. But before that happened, I was already understanding that I can be honest and open before God. So literally what I would do, I would take everything I was feeling. I'd be like, God, I don't understand this, but I'm going to give to you every single worry and like question I have. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And even if I don't have the answers yet for why, why this is happening to my parents, why this is happening to my family, I'm, I'm still going to choose to trust. Yeah. That, that same year, my parents separated. I went to a concert, a Hillsong concert during, I think the opening song, I closed my eyes. And this is one of the first times this happened. It's kind of weird because it's like, I closed my eyes and it's like I had a, a picture of, it felt like it was my imagination, but it was just so random because it's like it came out of nowhere. And it was a picture of my family 
and then like a hand holding my family and it it was like my it's like it sounded like my thoughts but it it just seemed to appear appear in my head and and it's like that voice is like even if things are broken i'm still holding your family and when i when i when that came to my mind i felt like crying like i was just bawling and and that's why i kind of questioned this does not seemed like it would just come from me i don't yeah. know and so but i was like you know what what i saw on that like that's what i want to see for my family my family whole and complete and so from there i kind of carried that that image i saw and that's something that would give me hope because i think when you have hope it's like it drives you to move forward and to to not quit yeah and and so as the days would go by i i would wake up and it was it was just me and my dad and my siblings and my mom was living elsewhere. Um, it would be difficult because obviously every morning before I, when I'd wake up, I'd see my mom, but then she wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. But even if all of those things were, were changed and like different, I remember waking up and I still felt like I had peace and there like as i was i would continue to read and one verse i came across was uh how even if i walk through a dark valley how god is still with me and so i was like i felt like wow this verse is literally talking about my life because i feel like this is a dark valley and god is walking with me and then i came across to another verse um which talks about how god works everything for good and that's why i got like this tattoo because mm-hmm. the the book romans 8 28 says everything so i was thinking like if everything says everything if, if it means everything then that means maybe something good can come out of this too and the interesting thing that came out of that period of my life was um i began to have more conversations with my dad where he was vulnerable like he was opening up to me about the the things going on in his head the things he struggled with but he would also say like i love your mom so much Mm. and and how even if he's like obviously things aren't happening the way we expected it but he's like i still love your mom so much and i care for and i'm and kind of just saying like i'm trying to work on myself as well and all of that and to hear and, that yeah and for the first time it felt like i genuinely had a real conversation with my dad because in our family yeah. we're not expressive yeah we don't open up about these personal things and yeah. more so my dad my dad's usually more like keep the personal things to mm-hmm. himself and so he, he opened up and i remember just looking back i was like if, if not for going through this I would have never had this yeah to build this relationship with my dad and and later on as the years would go by so like the first year I, I had that picture and i thought oh that was amazing like my family is whole and god's holding my family but after that year ended like my family still wasn't wasn't whole or complete and i and i was like okay and then the second year went by and then still wasn't complete mm-hmm. and then the third year fourth year and i was also like 
my the way I prayed changed because before I'd be like, God, I, I pray like this year, do this, do this, like, and I was just like, okay, God, I surrender the time. Yeah, I surrender the timing of how I want things to turn out. I just prayed, God, I just trust you. Yeah, and and through those moments, I really felt like my trust in God was being was being strength strengthened to a level that it never was before because mm. before my family was there and my family was com- I'm, obviously there was still like a lot of issues but it was complete so i had i had some more more sense of security because i knew my parents were still there and like all of that but once things are taken outside of your life and you're left with nothing with nothing else but to trust god yeah you end up in a place where one you can either like completely crumble or where your faith can grow to a level that's never grown before yeah and where your trust has never grown before and i saw my myself trusting god like i because i had i felt like what am i gonna do i i believe that he says yes a future for my life so i can't quit yeah and so that's why i kept expecting and believing I'm like okay, i don't see it yet i'm just gonna trust you i yes. don't understand when but i'm gonna trust you and I remember after five years, um, my parents ended up going back together. And I remember when that happened, I was like, God really worked everything together for good. good. Like my relationship with my dad grew and I really like I could call him like I knew that he was really my dad because of all the conversations we had. Like I could I really that. call him my dad. Yeah. And and then my relationship with with God grew. And then I began to I had more compassion. Like I had more compassion for people, especially those who were going through brokenness in their families. Yeah. Because I resonated so much with what they felt. Yeah. And so when it would come to like um any conversation i had where i could uh talk about peace or or, or let's say if on when we would go to fnl and i would be given the opportunity to pray for mm-hmm. families or to to share one of the reasons why talking about uh the peace of god why it was why i'd get so passionate about it is because i've experienced five years where it was literally what was carrying me through. Mm. And some people just thought, oh, you're just super like encouraging because they 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 thought like everything in my life was okay. Or they yeah. thought I'm like, oh, just super excited and optimistic because everything's fine. But they yeah. didn't know that the reason why I'm so like like Passionate the way the way I am is because, yeah, because of everything I've been through and I'm faced with my family. And now it it's like i'm at the place where you know my my parents are back together our our relationships have changed in in really amazing ways obviously it's still a gradual process our family is not perfect but it's changed so much and through that i've gotten to see how just because you enter into a life of faith with jesus it doesn't mean that life gets easier, that the problems go away. But what it does mean is that you get strength and you have yes. something to put your hope in that yes. will like carry you through yes. the like the darkest moments you face. 
and so that's like yeah what my story is so I love that. <laughs> yeah i love that that is so great andre and to be able to talk about that five years down the line that is insane yeah which is which i think is like if you were to share your story like earlier on you know you'd be like i don't know where we're going now but it's like meeting you five years Mm. ago you had no ending to that story yet Mm. and yet you still remained faithful and trusting in that image of that hand yeah you know and like to see you now, you know, even during the pandemic yeah. at home with your parents. Mm. Like, it's just so encouraging. Like, mm. you know, there is, there is, you, you, you reap, you reap, you know, mm. like what you, what you believe for and you can mm. hold on to, yeah, to that. <sighs> That's so beautiful, Andre. Thank, Thank you. you so much for, for like sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I I did share the story in a way where it kind of sounded like it was just me g- going through it, like just me and God and everything. But mm. a huge thing that really, really, really helped me was that when I was going through those things, I was already connected to a group of people I could be open with. Yeah, one of them being Stephen. Like he didn't just. Uh, just say his thoughts on like, oh, how I can improve my life, how this, that. He listened to me and he helped me. And that was what I really need. And there were other people, there were, there's, you know, Darren, there were other friends that really listened and were like, hey, I'm with you. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm here when you don't understand and I'm going to be walking with you through this. And if not for the people, I... I don't know how I would have come out of that place um, because it it's it's really both like you need you need God, but then you also really need the right people. What I saw was one of the most difficult moments of my life. I got to grab a hold of both. Like I was holding on to God, but I was also holding on to people. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true, and I think God uses people. Yeah. Like, God definitely uses people. And I mean, Andre, you know that, but you've also been there for lots of moments in my life where I'm just like, <laughs> And it's, it's, that's why, but that's why we can have these conversations mm. because you and I both know we're not just talking fluff. Yeah. You know, we're not just coming from a place of everything is perfect in our life and this is what we read, therefore this is what we'll share. What I think is the words that we say have experience backing that up and and real life situations backing that up and Mm -hmm. maybe you the the viewer might not or the the listener might not know every single thing that you know had to be behind that statement that maybe one of us said i don't know personally this is something you can't make up like Mm. i'm laying it all down here this is the life that i live with god and this is the life that I'd love to continue to share with you. Mm-hmm. And if this is something that you would want to experience or discover for yourself, I really encourage you to pursue that curiosity of yours, to ask mm-hmm. the hard questions and to look for the people in your life that are willing and able to to drag you along mm-hmm. <laughs> the long, the long journey that we call life. Um, Andre, thank you so much for joining okay. today's podcast. It has yeah. been such a great such a great conversation definitely mm. so that is the end of Quantus with Hannah episode 2 with a guest 
Um, and I'd just like to say and announce that I am now under Podcast Network Asia. And so you're going to be seeing hopefully better podcasts moving on. Um, and I'll see you guys in my next video or my next podcast. Bye! Bye-bye. <laughs>